0: Hey, it's Will Hill of Eason. Be sure to check out my podcast, The New York City Cast, presented by Play Sugar House Sportsbook. We dive into the betting angle for all New York teams. If you're from New York or a fan of any of the New York sports teams and want to become a sharper better, this is the podcast for you. So subscribe, follow, and listen to The New York City Cast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is The New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Play Sugar House.
0: Welcome to the New York City cast presented by Play Sugarhouse Sportsbook. Uh, today, we got a good show for you. We will preview the three Thanksgiving Day games tomorrow in the NFL. Knicks won last night. Nets are in action tonight. So we'll get into all of that briefly. Uh, first, very quickly, the Giants did fire Jason Garrett uh, as we were doing the show yesterday. No surprise there. Anyone who was watching the game Monday night knew it's just a matter of time. Uh, Giants were just totally listless. Uh, Offensively, Monday night, really throughout Garrett's tenure, just completely inept. I mean, down two, three scores, throwing two yard passes, three yard passes till the Cows come home, just pretty ridiculous. So, Garrett is out finally. Uh, Just was going to be a matter of time. Obviously, there's big changes coming for the Giants. I think his days of being a head coach, offensive coordinator, calling plays in the NFL are probably over with. You know, maybe he reemerges as an assistant, you know, quarterback coach, something like that. Maybe he goes to college to be a coordinator or a coach at a smaller level. We'll see. But I think he's done. He's done with the Giants. He's probably done in the NFL in terms of being a coordinator and a head coach. Giants, since the start of last year, had 41 offensive touchdowns in 26 games. That is really bad for an offensive league. That is the fewest in the NFL. So Garrett is out, uh, deservedly so. Freddie Kitchens takes over. Kitchens was a former Alabama quarterback, which if if you look at him, he doesn't look like a former quarterback. But he, he is. He was. I uh, took over the Browns play calling in the middle of 2018. Did a good job, kind of rejuvenated the Browns offense, if you remember. They played well that second half of that year. That was Baker's rookie year. Uh, you know, Mayfield played well, finished second in rookie of the year. And Kitchens did a pretty nice job, from what I remember. Did well enough to actually get the head coaching job the next year, 2019. Uh, I mean, he was a disaster as a head coach, fired after one year, but did a pretty good job calling the plays in 18. Uh, didn't work out in 19 as a head coach, but look. If you watch the Giants Monday night, uh, he can't be worse than Jason uh, than Jason Garrett. He, he just can't be. Uh, as we talked about yesterday with the Giants, they have talent. When you look at you know Barkley, Tony, Galladay, Booker, Shepard, Ingram, Slayton, the Giants have a lot of skill players, a lot of talent at those positions. So you know maybe Kitchens takes over and gives him some juice, gives him a little bit of a lift. Obviously, the quarterback needs to play better, needs to be more accurate, needs to make better decisions, but. Uh, the play calling was just awful the other night. So, Kitchens takes over. He did work with Joe Judge in the early two thousands at Mississippi State. I guess these guys are, are pretty good friends. So, he was hired by the Giants as the tight end coach last year, twenty twenty. So now that Garrett is out, finally, uh, Kitchens moves up to call the plays and I guess take over as the offensive coordinator. Giants are three point dogs at home against the Eagles on Sunday. Interesting that line opened three and a half and actually moved to three at the Giants, which uh, surprised me a little bit, but. You know, as bleak as it is for the New York football teams, the Giants currently own picks five and pick seven. I remember they have the Bears pick due to the trade last year on draft night when Bears traded up to get Justin Fields. And the Jets, they own picks two and six. Uh, So, you know, not a great quarterback class, as we know. And in the Giants case, we don't know. We don't know a lot of the coach who's going to be making the picks, who's going to be the quarterback. But, hey, you'd rather have the picks than not have the picks. The Jets have their own pick, which is looking like uh, an annual tradition, a top two, a top three pick. So they'll have their own pick. And they have the Seahawks pick from the Jamal Adams trade a couple – was it last summer, which is surprisingly going to be a good pick. I mean, the Seahawks will probably win a few more games down the stretch if Wilson's healthy. But, you know, you made that trade. You never thought the Seahawks pick would be this good. I mean, Wilson coming in came into the league 2012 – They've made the playoffs every year uh, in, in one double digits every year except for one and that was 2017. They went nine and seven so uh, th- the fact that you're going to get maybe a top 10 top five pick out of the Seahawks is a hell of a break if you're the Jets because you know the Seahawks are a disaster too Wilson got hurt and you know they lost a few games with Geno Smith. They were actually competitive with Geno Smith but uh, he comes back looks like he rushed back and came back too early because he has looked awful. he looked terrible last week in two games back, Wilson and the Seahawks only put up 13 points. So not sure if he's not 100% healthy, if he's just rusty, what the situation is. But the Seahawks at three and seven, that's a good pick to have there if you're the Jets. So um, speaking of the Jets, Zach Wilson is on track to start. Not going to be a whole lot behind Wilson because Joe Flacco and Mike White both tested positive for COVID. Flacco is unvaccinated and Look, we do not talk vaccines on the show. It is the most tedious, boring content out there as far as I'm concerned. I'm so sick of hearing about it uh, either way, but this is a sports show. It's a betting show. I only mention it because, you know, whether you agree with the NFL rules or not, they are very damning if you are not unvaccinated. That's just how the rules are structured, and Flacco is unvaccinated. So he's out. White is out. Josh Johnson, who played pretty well for three quarters or so against the Colts, will back up Zach Wilson. Jets are two and a half point underdogs in Houston on Sunday. Wilson has been awful. I mean, anyone else playing quarterback for the Jets, whether it's white uh, Johnson Flacco, they've all played decent. And and really if any one of those three guys other than Wilson were under center, I would bet the Jets and I might might bet them anyway. uh, Texans are a dreadful team. I don't know that they should be laying two and a half, three points to anybody. Uh, The Texans did get a nice win last week in Tennessee But I think that was a fluky win. You know, they forced five turnovers, only had 190 yards of offense, 3.1 yards per play. I mean, hard to imagine beating anyone in this league with those kind of numbers. But they did. Uh, Big upset against the Titans. Now, Tyra Taylor is playing quarterback for the Texans. He's been back a couple of weeks. Texans are actually 2-1 and in games that Taylor starts and finishes. Uh, Remember, they beat the Jags in week one they beat the Texans last week and you know Taylor started week two in Cleveland. They actually played pretty well in that game. That game was close, but then he got hurt and did not finish the game. And the wheels just kind of came off the Texans from there on, including that game. And, you know, the next seven or eight weeks after the Davis mills era uh, was not pretty for the Texans who are just really lacking talent in a lot of areas. I mean, they, they had a great year from Winston, uh, from Watson last year, and, you know, still won four or five games. So Uh, a a bad team bereft of talent so I kind of like the Jets this week but it's two and a half right now and here's a little tip to remember there's no point no point taking two and a half early in the week it's advantageous to just wait and hopefully get a three if the line goes from two and a half to three that's a huge deal Uh, games land on three more than any other number if the line stays put or it goes to two so what the difference between you know two and two and a half is negligible. Very few games land on two. I think it's less than three or 4%, something like that. So on the other hand, a ton of games do land on three, especially in the NFL, three is the key number. So games land on three more than any other number. So no point taking two and a half early in the week. If, if you're going to take two and a half early, you might as well just wait and see if you can get a three. If it goes down to two, it's no big deal. So that's the position I'm in with the Jets. I like them plus two and a half, but hopefully get a three here. So White is out. Flacco is out. Wilson to start. Johnson to back up. Uh, So those are the local teams. Before we get to the Thanksgiving games, just quickly, uh, the Nets are in action tonight, taking on the Celtics in Boston. Nets are minus one at Sugarhouse Sportsbook. The total is 216. So I like the Nets here, Uh, assuming everyone is in and recording this in the morning and you know how the NBA goes, you know, you can find out in a couple hours that Harden's out, Durant is out. It's just how it goes. But as of now, there's no indication that anyone for Brooklyn is sitting. So if that's the case, I do like the Nets. That line looks a little short to me. Um, so I like the Nets here. Nets are now the favorite to win the East at plus 130 at Play sugarhouse Sportsbook. 13-5, they're the one seed. Haven't played great. Harden hasn't looked great. Durant's been awesome. Uh, still no sign of Kyrie, but. Look, they're going to be in the mix at the end. They're still a a hell of a team. I think the market's selling them a little bit short tonight, only laying one in Boston. So I like the Nets minus one. Knicks are off tonight. They don't play until Friday against the Suns. So they're off tonight. I think everyone's off tomorrow. Thanksgiving is usually the one day in the NBA that nobody plays. So Knicks off tonight, off tomorrow. They do get a win last night. Game you kind of had to have considering the upcoming schedule considering no LeBron, so they catch a break there. Uh, Lakers, like we talked about, are just a mess right now, and missing LeBron didn't help. Knicks got out to a huge lead. I mean, they were up 10-0. As soon as the first score I saw, I I didn't realize the game started. Turned it on, it's 10-0 in the blink of an eye. Actually got a 21-point first quarter lead, led by as many as I think 25 was their biggest lead. And, of course, typical NBA game, Lakers come all the way back in the second half, tie it on... I think two or three times they had the game tied. Lakers actually never led in this game. Two or three ties, uh, second half, but never got the lead. Knicks again pulled away late, got up 13 or 14 or so. Then the Lakers actually came back again to cover the closing number, which I believe was seven was the last I saw. Some sevens popped up. There was some uncertainty over whether Anthony Davis was going to play. There's always something with Davis. I mean, he's a hell of a player, but I guess he had flu-like symptoms. He ended up playing. But that moved the line. We talked yesterday, the line was six, ended up moving to seven. They actually went exactly by six. So second time in in two games that the closing line has come within a point, half a point, because they were five-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Bulls Sunday night, and they lost by six. So look, these sports books they know what they're doing. That's why every half point, every point counts. Uh, Always try to get the best of the number. So the Knicks win. They do not cover. Uh, 48, 26 points, Randall, 20 points, 16 rebounds. Didn't shoot the ball well, but did have 16 rebounds. Uh, the bench continues to be great quickly and topping. And we're, we're really good off the bench. The bench is just fantastic. Really keeping this team together. Barrett, uh, RJ Barrett quietly shot the ball terribly. 39% from the field on the season, 32% from the three. That kind of a breakout year last year has regressed here in what is his third year. So the Knicks, they catch a break facing the Lakers with no LeBron. They win a game they kind of had to win because the next four are really tough. They have uh, Friday night, the Suns, who I think about 13 in a row. Suns have really played well lately. The Hawks, who after a slow start have played much better. Then they play the Bulls and the Nets. Uh, Really tough schedule. For the Knickerbockers coming up, uh, that is the NBA when we come back, we'll talk Thanksgiving Day football. Uh, we'll get some picks. This is the New York City Cast presented by Play Sugar Sportsbook. Play Sugar House Sportsbook has taken its game to the
1: next level. Not only has it added robust, same game parlays for football, it's playable in a new state, Connecticut. Whether you want to place your bets in New Jersey or Connecticut, you can count on Play Sugar Sportsbook to deliver a one of a kind experience from your first bet to your fast payout approval. Download the PlaySugarHouse app or go to PlaySugarHouse.com today. Must be 21, playable in New Jersey or Connecticut. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey or 888-789-7777 in Connecticut.
0: The VEASAN mid-season football special is here. Put the VEASAN betting experts to work for you. From now through February for only $99. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe and get everything we have to offer for the rest of football season for only $99. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, we are back. This is the New York City cast presented by Play Sugarhouse Sportsbook. Rate, review, and subscribe, which I don't know. None of you will probably do, but it'd be a lot cooler if you did. Some of you will appreciate that daisy confused reference, or maybe you won't. I'm not sure. All right, let's get to the Thanksgiving games. Uh the early one, 12:30 Eastern. The Bears at the Lions. Bears favored by three now. The total is 41 and a half. Line was three and a half. It's now down to three. I think that is due to the fact that Goff is likely to play a quarterback for the Lions. Uh, As bad as he is, did you see Tim Boyle the other day in his 77 passing yards for the Lions? Uh, So a lot of people were saying, you know, Goff is out. How much worse? Tim Boyle can't be any worse. Well, you saw the other day. He's worse. I mean, that was terrible uh, the other day for for Boyle, who started at UConn uh, one year through 13 interceptions and one touchdown. I don't know how he's in the NFL. I don't know how he's starting games. But looks like golf is back. Golf is likely to play. That has moved the line from three and a half to three. Dalton is going to play quarterback for the bears uh, fields hurt the other day, bruised ribs. So fields is out. Uh, Dalton is definitely uh, a slight upgrade, at least in the short term, you know, Dolph- Dalton's not, he's not a, a starting car- quality quarterback. He's probably a lower tier starter, high quality backup. He's one of those tweener guys. There's a lot of those guys, you know, Tyrod Taylor, Bridgewater, there's you know six or eight of these guys, Minshew that are not good enough to be your starter, but they're great backups. Dalton, who had some good years for Cincy, is kind of in that role now. Fields doesn't look ready, hasn't been great, so Dalton is a little bit of an upgrade. There are whispers that Matt Nagy will be fired after the game, which is kind of a strange scenario. I don't, I don't know that I can remember this type of scenario. I guess Gruden before the Bears game, there was whispers that that would be his last game and it ended up being his last game. But I can't think of another scenario where we knew or we thought a coach was coaching his last game in the middle of the year like this so very strange not sure how to factor that in not sure how to candy, handicap that part of it you know sometimes the first game after a coach is fired the team gets a little bump gets a little lift but to know a coach is gone after the game is really a strange scenario Lions, uh, I lean Lions I missed the three and a half I, I wish I took the three and a half to be honest uh, as bad as the Lions are nine and one they're not going to win more than a game or so they have been profitable they've six and four against the spread they've been in a lot of these games you know they play hard they really do uh, they, you know, they usually play hard on Thanksgiving if nothing else and they've played hard all year if not well they're probably gonna get the first pick in the draft so uh, Dalton, like I said is an upgrade over fields. another angle I'm looking at I was hoping to get a 21 but the first half over under at play Sugarhouse Sportsbook is 20 and a half. I could see a slow start. I could see the Lions crowd being fired up, the defense being fired up, both teams playing kind of conservative on offense. I would like a 21. That's obviously a key number with the three touchdowns at 20 and a half. It's a pass. But if you can find a 21, uh, if you can wait for a 21, the under first half would be a play for me. But at 20 and a half, which is where it is right now, it's a pass. There is a prop I kind of like DeAndre Swift plus 700 to score the first touchdown. Detroit does not have a lot of offense. It's basically a lot of Swift and not much else. I and mean, If you could ever get the ball, if you could ever score first, Swift at plus 700 is not a bad price if you want a little action on the game. So, Detroit at plus three, it's a lean to the Lions. I might wait for the game to start and hope to get, you know, plus three and a half in, in live betting. Play Sugar Sportsbook does offer a ton of great live betting options. If you haven't used them, check it out. So, Keep an eye out for a three and a half. Keep an eye out for a 21 under first half. But at these current numbers, you know, maybe it's a pass. I might take the Lions. I'm not sure. At plus three, I think they'll be right in the game. Maybe if it lands on three and it's a push, you live with it. So maybe a lean to the Lions there. But that is the first game. The second game is – these games are not great, by the way. Not terrible, but just not great. It is the Cowboys hosting the Raiders. Cowboys are minus seven and a half. The total is 50 and a half. A lot of injury concerns for the Cowboys. They are all beat up. Cooper is out. Sounds like Ceedee lamb who suffered a concussion last week actually has a chance to clear protocol by tomorrow in play. I guess he's been practicing at least on a limited basis. So that would be big for the Cowboys. You could live with um, losing Cooper. You lose Cooper and Lamb. That's, that's tough. As we saw last week, you know, that, They were brutal last week. No Cooper, no land. They did not get in the end zone against the Chiefs defense. That has played better, but still, I mean, you got to score a touchdown against the Chiefs, especially you're the high-flying Cowboys. It's surprising to not get in the end zone there. Tyron Smith, the left tackle, looks like he'll be back. Uh, Again, they gave up a million sacks last week, just could not block the Chiefs, could not get their offense started. So they start to get some of these guys back. I expect them to move the ball. The Raiders are a mess. Uh, They've totally fallen apart again. You know, it's funny, the last couple of years, they started like six and three in 2019. They started six and four, I think it was, last year. Both years, they finished the season terribly and missed the playoffs and, and missed it by a lot. And looks like they're headed down that path again. You know, they've lost you now three in a row, uh, a ton of disruption with Rugs with Gruden. Uh, they missed Rugs on the field as well as, uh, in addition to all the turmoil this has created off the field. So Carr, not a big-time quarterback lame duck coaching staff I'm not high on this Raiders team I think they're a mess right now but to me it's seven and a half with all this uncertainty for the Cowboys I would lean Cowboys but to me it's too many points so I am not going to take it with the spread I do have a play on this game Uh, that is to tease the Cowboys down to one and a half from seven and a half I am going to tease the Cowboys with the Vikings so Cowboys minus one and a half Vikings up to plus nine against the 49ers is a teaser Uh, A teaser for those of you who don't know, some of you newer bettors, I'm sure most of you know, but some of the newer bettors. So what you can do is you can take two games and move the line six points in your favor both ways. You just have to win both sides of the bet. So uh, always, always best to tease through key numbers three and seven to get the best bang for your buck. So you're doing that here. You're teasing through the seven, you're teasing through the three, you get the Cowboys down to minus one and a half and the Vikings up to plus nine against the 49ers and what well, should be a close game, a good game. The Vikings play nothing but close games. So uh, a teaser there, Cowboys minus one and a half, Vikings plus nine. Uh, just not just not crazy about laying the seven and a half here with the Cowboys. Finally, we have the Bills and the Saints. Uh, New Orleans is home. They are now getting six. So it is Bills minus six in New Orleans. The total is 45 and a half. The line opened at four. It's been bet up to six. Uh I like, I like the bills here. I I really don't like laying six on the road, especially when I could have had four early in the week, but look, you got to play the ball where it lies in the line of six now. So you can't talk about laying four when the line six. So it is what it is. I I think they do win this game by seven or 10 points. They have not been great. Their wins have not been impressive. You know, they beat the jets. They beat the dolphins a couple times. They beat the Texans. They beat Washington. Uh, They did beat the chiefs, but that was when the chiefs weren't playing well. So the bills have been a little disappointing, they actually be the seventh seed right now. You know, this was a team that was favored to win the Super Bowl. as Last week, remember, after the, they beat the Jets, they were the, the betting favorite to win the Super Bowl. They are now the seventh seed. Under the old format, they wouldn't even be in the playoffs. Remember, it used to only be six teams in the playoffs uh, before last year. They are now the seventh seed. No lock to win the division. I guess no lock to make the playoffs because they have a tough schedule. So I do like them here, though. I think the Saints are just really – Impotent on offense now. It's weird. You know, no Breeze, obviously retired. No Michael Thomas, who's been out all year with the injury. Looks like Kamara's not going to play. This is not the high-powered Saints we're used to. And the Saints have been vulnerable to big plays down the field. They've allowed the seventh most explosive passing plays in the league. Hertz killed them running the ball last week. Uh, I think the Bills can follow that script. And, you know, I expect a lot of design runs from Allen. Uh, The Bills coaching staff has really talked about emphasizing ball security. They turned the ball over a million times last week against the Colts. So I think some safer plays, some design runs, some design draws, some RPOs, all that with Allen, I think will be open. And again, looks like no Kamara for the Saints. Simeon is another one of those guys where he's an okay backup. You got to, once you see him for a month or so, you realize why he's a backup. And again, so if it's no Kamara, in addition to, you know, no Michael Thomas, they're playing all these receivers you never heard of basically. Just not the same Saints offense we're used to. So give me the Bills minus the six. Uh, So that will do it for the picks. The picks recap, what the hell? I'll include the Lions plus the three. I'll take Swift plus 700 first touchdown. Um, Nets minus one over Boston. That is tonight. And then a teaser of the Cowboys minus one and a half. Tease with the Vikings plus nine. And I will take the Bills and I will lay the six. So those are the picks. That's the Nets, the Lions, Cowboys and Vikings on a teaser, and the Bills plus Swift uh, to score the first touchdown. That will do it for this show. Thank you guys for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. This is the New York City cast presented by Play Sugarhouse Sportsbook. PlaySugarHouse Sportsbook has taken its game to the next level. Not only has it
1: added robust, same-game parlays for football, it's playable in a new state, Connecticut. Whether you want to place your bets in New Jersey or Connecticut, you can count on PlaySugarHouse Sportsbook to deliver a -a one-of-a-kind experience, from your first bet to your fast payout approval. Download the PlaySugarHouse app or go to PlaySugarHouse.com today. Must be 21, playable in New Jersey or Connecticut. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey or 888-789-7777 in Connecticut.